Hey you, thanks for tuning into the Waiting List Podcast. I'm Long Long. I'm Daniel. And I'm Jacqueline. And we are three watch friends with a healthy obsession for watches. So sit back and relax with us while we chat with collectors, industry giants, and share some good vibes. Welcome to the pod, guys. And today is a bit of a landmark for the Waiting List Podcast, as it is our 100th episode. Wow, it just sounds a little bit amazing, actually, to say it like that. So anyway, we thought we would dedicate the whole session to commemorate the occasion. To give some time perspective, it's March 2022, and I've just returned from Hong Kong and currently undergoing 21 days quarantine, and I'm on day 13. Yeah, Long Long is in Hong Kong trying to survive without any resemblance of normal life past 6 p.m. due to the Hong Kong 6 p.m. curfew. And Jack, as always, is still stuck in Canada. Vancouver. Right. So we've prepared some questions that basically the theme was 100th episode. And we have Jack to kick us off. Right. So, I mean, my first question is, did any of you guys ever think that we would make to 100th episode or in other words, like last this long? Um, And what would you say kept us going um, all this time? Well, who's go first? I go first. All right. Sure. Um, to be honest, I never even thought about like getting to a hundred. Like it just wasn't even like a, a thing. Like mm. when I first started, I thought it was just going to be a bit of fun. Like I think uh, Long Long, I remember very clearly saying, you know, if we have four listeners listening to us, that's a success. <laughs> and I just thought, I, and then I was just thinking more on who do we get next who do we get next on who do we get next on because i was worried that uh, we would run out of people to interview right Mm -hmm. and the idea of doing a podcast where it's just us three talking although you know like we spent an hour talking before this recording right Mm -hmm. like is is nice actually when you actually come and professionally not not that we are really professional but when you try and prepare the content and the theme of an episode it's just you three talking it's actually really difficult. And I think when you look at some of the podcasts that have started and then subsequently not managed to um, continue, I think that might be a, a reason in itself. Because I think for, for this to be interesting enough, yeah, although I would talk to you guys privately anyway, the fact that we do have a guest that we can dive into and get to know him and uh, you know, it keeps it fresh every episode, even for us, right? Mm. So, yeah, I, I didn't think we would get this far because I just wasn't thinking about it. I was just thinking more short term. But then eventually you do think long term. And then once you get past like 50 episodes or 40 episodes, you realize actually there is no limit to people you could reach out to and like do an interview. And, and so, you know, there's people that <clears throat> we are looking to approach again because we feel there's actually more in that person to share right and then you think okay i can definitely get to 100 i i think we get no problem even get to 300 now mm. yeah so did obama say yes <laughs> we can't share that yet <laughs> not before right. oprah yeah. he said not before oprah right which you're working on right i don't have time for oprah <laughs> get joe rogan on first <laughs> <clears throat> I don't 
Look, look, I'm just really busy right now. <laughs> yeah, so busy with your stickers. <laughs> what stickers? I'm going to edit that out. <laughs> so since she's going to edit that, edit that out, Longley is referring to a bunch of stickers that she shared with us before Don't the podcast, which are all like food related. Like they're just completely food related stickers that she's so proud of. If she wants to share with she us. has a she has a pile of them and she hides them under her pillow and she takes them out every night before she goes to sleep and she counts every single one of them what what was like very telling is how enthusiastic she was when she was sharing them with us she was like okay. oh my god look at, at least, this alisa wasn't sniffing my armpits jack <laughs> that's yeah i was just doing that for an entire hour before the podcast <laughs> how about you jack since yeah. you asked the question yeah. like yeah did you... um okay so i mean i mean you know how i mean you guys know how this started for me i was originally the um a guest right back when you guys were doing the instagram live thing and then when i joined the team you know it was something i didn't expect that would happen to me and uh thank god that i i said yes and i'm I'm so lucky to to have you guys. Um, I I mean to be honest, I never thought that. I I never like conceptualized it, and I don't think I ever thought about it until Scottish watches mentioned that they had reached their first 100 milestone and then 200 milestone, and then I was like, oh yeah, we're we're on that path as well. I think that was when we were around the 60th episode or something like that, and then now that it's happened. Um, I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm really happy. And I think what kept us going this long is because um, while we were doing this, right, we have seen some other podcasts that, you know, were, were started during the COVID period and didn't end up continuing on that path. And I think a big factor for us, well, first of all, it's, it's the friendship that we share. It's the dynamic that we share. Um, but also because we don't have that much pressure, I don't think, to um, uh, curate a certain, like a specific type of content because mm. like it is so ease, eased up and, and relaxing for us to do this. And then mm-hmm. if you um, look at the number of hours, like I was just thinking about this while you were answering the question, Dan, just look at the number of hours that we kind of quote unquote invested into the podcast, right? It doesn't feel like a lot, but it's a couple of hundred hours at least at this point, right? Because there's prepping and there's pre-calls and then there's team meetings and then there's actual interview themselves and interviews are, you know, a lot longer sometimes because we edit components out. So, I mean, it's a lot of time, but then if you think about it, like, I can't tell you what I would be doing for those hundreds of hours if it weren't for this. So it kind of just happened without us realizing. And um, I mean, in a natural fashion, of course. So, I mean, I'm really happy for um, us reaching this milestone. To be honest, we kind of already did because we have, you know, other episodes we haven't released, right? So it's Mm -hmm. kind of just a celebratory thing. And... um, yeah, I'm excited to see where we go from here. Yeah. If this you is the one? peak, if this is the peak, right, of this podcast, does it mean that we go downhill from here? <laughs> <laughs> You've already peaked. 
Yeah. Yeah. We end up selling stickers after this. Yeah. All this effort to sell some stickers. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, guys, what we didn't tell you is like this is the end of the waiting list podcast, and (laughs) (laughs) and we have our stickers prepared. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So I want to say the same. Basically, I didn't go in thinking. But I do remember we we were quoting Tim Ferriss and then we were like, you have to do something for 100 hours to mm. know whether it's like whether it works or not. Mm. And OK, so we have definitely like surpassed 100. Yeah. But yeah, I didn't think that I was going to. I never thought about like, OK, it needs to be 100 episodes. Mm. I just kept thinking like, I'm just going to do this until one day I genuinely find this like boring or like it's a mm. job mm. yeah it starts to feel like a job yeah mm. yeah but yeah proud of you guys yeah so, so the these are nicely on to did it go the way you planned and i think you know i'll answer my own question there because you know the fact that you came on jack like much later already or suggest that it didn't go as planned and i think when you start something <laughs> we really didn't like think about anything which is good because you actually do actually get it started, right? If you think too much, perhaps you just don't even move and you start thinking of all the things that could go wrong. But when you actually work on it, it's a bit like what Silas said in the last episode, just get on with it. And then, you know, you start correcting things for mistakes you know, that you should have done earlier. But the fact is you're getting a valuable experience. Um, I think the, the non well, you don't get anything financial from this podcast, right? But to get what I've got from this podcast in other ways, I, could, I didn't expect that, right? Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, um, I, would, I would say very strongly is like with Long Long, I don't think I would have got to the level of friendship I have with her if it wasn't the podcast. Because the podcast gave a focus to, to talk to her and meet her like on a weekly basis more than a weekly basis and engage her whereby you know when you move away from a certain place after spending so much time with somebody it can just fizzle out like quite easily over time not that i think that it would have like fizzled out very quickly but the podcast certainly put a focus onto this uh this friendship and we basically had an excuse and to to meet up every day and you had no excuse not to which is another thing you know working with you guys it was always you have that friendship right and you have we have that banter and everything but then when it came to work it was very easy just to say oh, i need you to do this and you need to do that right and then you took it very seriously and i think that was consistent amongst all of like all three of us um and then yeah with you jack like i would never have known that when i did the first pre-call with you as a having you as a guest you know i think you and me knew as soon as we talked that there's someone that I could spend a lot of time with but then I had again not thought too much you know you're based in North America it's like you know what kind of thing can be like developed from this and then you know for you to be the person that you are uh to me in my life right now it's quite amazing and it's something that I mentioned to Long Long when I was in Hong Kong right like two years ago we met certain people and then the ripple effect of that two years down the line and where we are today with certain people in our life 
you could just never ever predict that that chance meeting would grow into what it is today so i don't think yeah you could necessarily go in with the mindset of this is what i plan i think it's really good to keep an open mind Mm. Mm. right who's going to follow up from that (laughs) um so that um that is the end of (laughs) (laughs) hope you enjoyed it (laughs) your your next question it's still you well have you i've mentioned like how i've benefited from this podcast but how have you guys grown with or even without this podcast over the two years we've been doing this Mm. i can start yeah um like okay i'll answer it like seriously first and i'll tell you another (laughs) version of it so how have i grown with this podcast over the two years well i mean you know the friendship aspect aside right um just talking with other people like it is so contrite but i mean it is true like people that I never thought would agree to come on to the podcast in the first place. And I was surprised that they did and then ended up having this really great conversation and keeping touch um, later on. I mean, that's, that's, that's a kind of, you know, no brainer to say, how have I grown with that? Well, again, without the podcast, <clears throat> I certainly would have found other things to do for the number of hours we've, we spent on it. I, I don't know what that is and I can't say how I would feel um, if I'd done that, but I'm really happy to, you know, again, to have this. And then in all non-serious note, um, sometimes I think um, I just, I like looking at people's faces when like you just meet them or, you know, you're talking about such and then you tell them, oh, I have a podcast and then you just watch them. You're like, and yeah. you know, the options go through their mind, right? Okay. So are you a loner? Um, do you like <laughs> not have other things to do? And then when you tell them, I have a podcast about watches, they're like, mm, okay, so maybe option one, like you don't have a life, <laughs> and then, but it's not that right. And then um, I really enjoy it. And I mean, still feel embarrassed about it when people that I know, not through the podcast, uh, message me, hey, I've started listening to the waiting list or, hey, I really enjoyed that episode. And I'm like, part of my brain is it really? But then, yeah, when they actually take the time to write constructive feedback and whatnot, I find, yeah, that's really um, uh, rewarding in, it, in its own way. So, yeah. Okay. Well, All right. Well. Everyone everyone's oh 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 wait and also when i went to geneva people people realized like noticed my my voice (laughs) that was that's like that was actually something i want to ask about like but i wanted to wait for long long to give her two cents before we ask that question yeah um okay so for me how have i grown with or without this podcast over the two years um I don't think I have grown like per se right but it's just been like a dream to do this because yeah, you're it, still the same height yeah yeah <laughs> like, but, but I'm just growing like, yeah last time I saw you, your chest was still yeah. the same size yeah <laughs> but, uh, 
Ospite have grown a little bit. It's gone. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's it's um basically like encompasses everything I want to do, right? It allows me to be like I I love learning, so I can learn. I love researching, so I can research. And I love like I've always like you guys know I want like I've always looked up to Oprah, so I've always wanted to like (laughs) interview people. So it's like everything in one, but then with no rules. Like I can ask whatever I want to ask. I can behave any way I want to behave. Yeah. And I've always kind of liked putting content out into the world that could have really bad consequences. <laughs> and then just to feel like you're, you're doing something a bit risky and then it might offend people and so on, but then mm. not having to think about it. Like you just release it and then just ignore it, ignore mm. the backlash and stuff. So I like that. So yeah, it's been really rewarding for me. Mm. Plus, plus, I think like, I think all of us, we love the positivity, right? So you come out of podcast, right? And you do feel that positive vibe. I think, I don't know about you, when I, well, we, Long Long and I always record at about 10 a.m. in the morning, right? Mm. So after the podcast, you, you feel like kind of set for the day because you, you did something, right? And then you feel good. Well, it's that most of the time, but then you get the rare occasion where you feel shit about yourself. Like when I when we interviewed Carolina Bucci, right? I feel like after after she got (laughs) off the Zoom, all three of us were just sitting there and be like, "What the hell are we doing with our lives?" (laughs) We felt shit about ourselves. I remember the takeaway from that podcast was Jack was like, "Oh my gosh, she has a thing to hang her keys like on the wall. I need to have one of those things to hang my keys." Like a yeah, like an Italian villa. Yeah. 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 So gorgeous that place. She she was amazing to have on. Like to see the full creative and the how somebody immersed in their own. Ah, oh, she was just amazing. Very inspiring that episode. Much like that was one of those episodes where yeah I wasn't expecting that you know me neither I mean we I mean I from a very superficial level I didn't expect her to have that interview in the house that she did and then I mean that was you know when was that like earlier this year and then uh it's in the summer no it was when I was during quarantine so it was was uh, October October it was September end of September okay wait 2021 or 2020 2021 i was in yeah. hong kong doing my quarantine oh 2021 yeah. yeah and then i mean it just made you feel more shit right because <laughs> you were in quarantine and then you see her yeah. in this backdrop i'm like oh my god i want to get away and yeah that was great <clears throat> yeah okay like let's go back to that question then so when you guys like go out and then somebody recognizes you on the podcast or know you from the podcast right what has it been like for you because um yeah, I haven't had that personally because I'm based in 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 like Shanghai. So, and then when I went down to Hong Kong, everything was under quarantine. And to be fair, I wasn't very public about the fact I was in Hong Kong. Um, so I didn't really meet anybody aside from my inner circle. But what has it been like for you guys, where people like you say Jacqueline has recognized your voice? Like, how's that? It's, it's only happened once, but right. I think like once was in kind of like a shocker. Um, I was in the line to enter a preview and then someone literally just turned around and be like, oh my God, are you so-and-so and so? I'm like, yeah. And then it was just, I mean, 
it was awkward, but then it was like that immediate connection, right? So it was nice. But I mean, <laughs> I don't, it's not a real like problem to have because it's not like we're going to be walking down the street and all of a sudden someone turns around. I mean, if that happens, that's going to be, I mean, we've made it, right? But <laughs> um, it's never going to happen. So, you know, for the one time that it did happen, I just felt, oh, well, like, well, Okay, but again, it was <clears throat> kind of like an echo chamber because you're surrounded by people on watches. So uh, it was still nice to, to, to have known, but I'm sure Long gets this. Like, Yeah, I'm sure Long Long gets it way more. Yeah. Go on. Yeah, but you don't think anything other than like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> not in a whoa, like what is wrong with you? But more like, whoa, you listen. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I had, I had yeah. some people that I didn't, yeah, when it's, I think it's more, pronounce when you that person you just wouldn't imagine listening and they reach out to you and they say something very positive and so i'll just listen to that and i thought it was amazing yeah you know it's like mm-hmm. I think, oh my god did you actually spend time listening to it because you just don't associate them spending time their time doing mm-hmm. that so i thought mm-hmm. yeah i think amazing. the time is still what surprises me like still what gets me that mm-hmm. people have you know when people message you Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Hey, I just found your podcast like a month mm-hmm. ago, and I'm I'm mm-hmm. through all, with all the uh, all the episodes almost." Yeah, I'm like what? Yeah, binge. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, is it really that binge worthy? <laughs> um, you can't even. Yeah. So, yeah, but it's it's nice. Right. Let's move on to the next right. question, which is long longs. Okay, so if we weren't doing a podcast about watches, right? What topic do you think the three of us would share in common? Or like, what will we be doing a podcast on? Mm. I think it's easy to say food. Mm. Mm. We have a shared common kind of, uh, mm. but you could say that a lot about any Chinese person, right? Yeah. See, my initial feeling was also on food, but then I realized it's it's a lot more difficult because. Mm. Like for food, you actually have to taste it, right? But with watches, it's like, um, well, it's it's more tangible. You know what I mean? So like, I mean, we all have our own experiences with food. It's you have to be really good with describing, or else you can't really like, you know, convey what you're trying to say. Um, it's that's hard. A good question. Yeah, it's hard. Mm, maybe traveling. Yeah, what in COVID? Uh, yeah. Things that okay. Another thing we have in common is the people we hate. <laughs> <laughs> Just be a rant, like a yeah. Dance. It would be a gossip channel. Yeah, gossip yeah, channel. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Actually, that's a good answer. <laughs> like when we did that thing on Clubhouse about relationships. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, we could be like uh, you oh know, relationships. PMC. Yeah, that's yeah. a good one relationships yeah mm-hmm. I remember you had a I good was, time on that yeah I, I remember no nah, recently yeah I was explaining certain relationships to well I think it just sounds shit if I say it like that basically uh there were four girls that were interested in me right and I was just like just explaining that to a friend of mine because she was asking me specific questions about her and her husband and um yeah, I went through it and afterwards she was just like, oh my God, that was the best entertainment ever. <laughs> like, because she she's in quarantine as well. So I was telling her about it. She was like, that's the best entertainment ever. That's so dramatic. 
And I was like, literally, you couldn't write a book. And there's, there's, come on, not long. There's shit that, you know, that you've experienced like in the last two years. Like, even we're like, oh my god, like it's you could literally like tin the swindler, move over, yeah. like yeah. write a book yeah. about it, right? No, it's literally, you know, it's DMZ, TMZ. It's basically. Uh, we can just read Long Long's DMs and make fun of people. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what? I asked her. I asked her to do that in Hong Kong. I was like, show me your, give me your phone. Like, let me look at your Instagram messages so I can laugh. She was like, no, that's so nasty. You know? Yeah. <laughs> because what yeah. if someone actually was like sitting there drafting it? And then mm, mm. I'm laughing at it. So it's like, mm. no, I just, I generally, I told Dan th- the general page. I just don't open anymore. I just leave yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, I've recently made my account pers- like uh, personal Private. instead of yeah. oh. uh, business. So yeah. I don't even have the general thing. They're, they're just all in the request section, which oh. makes it. Why did you do that? I just got tired of. I just got tired of like people messaging me. And then every time I click on general, like you still see it. Right. But then now they're all in that request section. So it's not like something I even have to look for, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But following that, since we're talking about private messages, what have been some of your favorite and most memorable private messages? It doesn't have to be your favorite. Um, just most memorable could be good or bad that you've received during these past two years. Mm. Well, first of all, I'd like to say, like and it sounds so cliched but really i value a lot of basically anybody that takes the time to write in right and most of the time when they do it's drafted like it's a proper mm. message right like anybody to spend the time to to say nice things mm. yeah I, I really value so it's very hard to pick like a favorite one one sticks out in my mind very early on which is a, a girl i think long long told me about her which is um, I know what Lana was laughing. It's not that girl, <laughs> like different girl. Where I think she was in Africa and she was a student, right? And she was saying how inspiring you were to her, right? Can you remember that one? Wait, can I just tell Jacqueline? There was another girl, and anyways, it escalated into a death. <laughs> I cannot say this, but something to do with clothing. And remove removing clothing and she disappeared. <laughs> Wait, just say it. I don't I don't get it. We can just cut this part out. I don't mind, you can say it. Really? Okay. Yeah. So this girl in her mind was obviously like either like Dan or there was something going on in her mind. And then Dan was like showing me this. And we oh, it was also because we were talking about how for girls you can move them easily with words. Right. Mm-hmm. And with guides, it's all visual. And then so you can basically, oh, we were playing this game that was like, let's see who we can talk to on Instagram, like, um, and then convince them like, like something's going on. And then so this girl is like starting to get interested in Dan. And then uh, and then the game was over. So Dan's like, what should I say? I was like, okay, just ask her to take off her clothes. <laughs> Did she? But, no, then she then she got mad. <laughs> Well, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Mm. Okay, I didn't know that this was happening. <laughs> what 
Well, yeah, we- I think it's very one-sided because like <clears throat> Lovelong's not telling her side like what she had to Wait. do. <laughs> what was I doing? I can't remember. But Dan was like, "This is unfair. You don't need to do anything." Mm. But anyways, um, <laughs> okay, oh, okay. I don't have an answer to this, but um, but you can. Can uh, you remember that message from that that student? Yeah, I remember it. It was pretty yeah. sweet. Yeah. Um, but I just want to say, there's a, a mutual um person on Instagram we all know, like a not a friend, like a someone we follow. And then I told you guys that he would send a bunch of messages and next time you go in the chat <laughs> messages are deleted so it just looks like i'm talking to myself <laughs> <laughs> how bored i think that's a, that, that's that's definitely a problem for you isn't it because there's a lot of guys that uh well for one of they flirt right with you yeah and they don't but at the same time their situation may mean that they shouldn't be doing that yeah. And then they don't want any repercussions. So that happens, right? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, How about you, Jack? Next. Yeah, Jack. Most memorable. You always get annoyed because you're like saying you never get the messages. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot more people reach out to you, actually, Dan, than they do to, to me. Um but I mean, I still get the occasional messages about the podcast and, and whatnot. Most memorable message I've received about the podcast. Um, it's probably. Oh, I know. It's probably that collector that, you know, we started talking because he found us through the podcast right and then we ended up talking about his collection and his journey and 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 whatnot um there are a lot more like you know giving um telling their personal side stories and and whatnot but it's the only thing that could come to my mind right now okay yeah right well let's move on to the next question because it's still linked i guess yeah so conversely um what has been the most difficult moment while doing the podcast, be it a comment you, you've received or something else. I, I mean, I can I would, go ahead and say this. I think the timing, because of um, us all being in different parts of the world, and mm. <clears throat> sometimes we have to interview another guest who's in another part of the world. Mm. So uh, finding that um, common uh, time that works for everybody uh is the most difficult but actually it's not that difficult I, like if that is yeah. the most difficult then what does that say right like we don't have that much difficult difficulties about running the podcast but well also you don't sleep right yeah <laughs> so it's but never she, really a problem but the yeah. amount of times that jack has gotten sick since i've known her has been scary yeah, yeah. <laughs> like really yeah. scary yeah my health has i was just talking to my mom about this my health has definitely deteriorated uh over the past two years like I get cold really easily now mm-hmm. and um I get yeah I get sick quite easily now my my tooth hurts my throat um so yeah or I'm just getting old <laughs> like it's just, yeah nobody to blame <clears throat> I, I would say like for me yeah nothing really difficult but you know 
part of the podcast is that you know we get attention and then from media outlets and staff and you know for Uh the podcast we take interviews and stuff right Mm -hmm. and sometimes you know I I see I see like comments that like get sent to Long Long and they're not like the encouraging ones you know or they're very yeah just haters I guess Mm. and that's always and I always feel like my protective side comes out I want to like basically like batter them you know Mm. Mm. my immediate reaction but it, it kind of goes with the territory you know, if you put yourself out there in public, you kind of expect it. Mm-hmm. But I also know like how sensitive Long Long can be. And you know, it's just, it's just not nice to read. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's, I would say the downside of putting yourself out in the public. Yeah, I think arena. we've all received those messages and um, what's a nasty DM that I received. I can't think of a specific one again, but you know, there are people who just, who are just rude and they think that you owe them something that everything that they say you have to reply. And then if you don't reply, they get pissed and then they kind of harass you. Right. They send like a single question mark after, you know, a day that you haven't replied and be like, Hey, why aren't you replying to me? And then it's just, um, yeah, I guess I can't really stand those type of people. Uh, because we're not obligated to do anything and mm. the fact that you think that like we owe you something and i mean people also ask weird questions right so um mm. but yeah it does come with the whole public thing yeah mm. Mm. right agree kind of overlaps okay. onto the next question yeah Okay, so since we're still talking about the same topic roughly is there anything about uh, about the podcast that causes you to worry mm. Mm. <laughs> I think on my end not really I said at the beginning yeah I was always yeah. worried about like focusing at the beginning you're always trying to make it better and then always mm. trying to execute it trying to find the guest you're just doing so many things at the same time right like mm-hmm. editing it making sure that yeah. it goes out every Thursday on time, making yeah. sure that the Instagram is like, okay, making sure that now it's like the templates. But once you get like the main blocks in, then you can slowly just, and you get a system in place and everybody knows that system. And then they start, you start being able to refine what you're actually trying to do. Um, yeah, there just becomes less and less things to, to worry about. I guess, you know, if you ask me, probably monetization, you know, think, thinking like how to monetize this in the right way. And I also think that's maybe a reason why a lot of podcasts have dropped by the wayside because um, there has been that financial versus time pressure that, you know, all three of us fortunately share a commonality, which is we don't have that kind of pressure. But if, you, if let's say example, we did and we needed to monetize off like within 100 episodes, then we would mm-hmm. be struggling big time mm-hmm. um but then i also think because we don't have that we can really almost take our time because i don't think anybody's cracked that kind of monetization of a podcast other than taking advertising money right and mm-hmm. right from the start we were always very conscious about that and how it would affect the content because it's the very reason why people listen right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so 
Yeah. Yeah, I agree. For me, um, I think initially, and because I came on later, right, and it was my first time doing something like this, um, it was I, I was worried about finding my own growth and 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 vibing with you guys and finding that like common dynamic. But now, like we found it, and and we're so used to this routine almost. Um, what I'm worried about is not experimenting more. So mm-hmm. because it's a commonality that you find with successful YouTuber, right? Mm-hmm. Like some YouTubers are, are, are so um, famous for a specific series or a type of log that they do. And they just carry on doing that for the next two or three years that they kind of lose themselves into this because they know for sure and for certain that this is what works, right? But then they lose that initial part of willingness to experiment So if I were to say something that I'm worried about, it's, you know, I mean, we are doing better. We're doing better every week. Right. And, and, Mm -hmm. um, the feedback that we're getting is, is also very positive. So I, I would want us to not, you know, um, fall deep into, oh yeah, like this, uh, interview style or, you know, this thing just works, um, rather than you know if, if we keep going for the next 100 episode maybe we try something different mm. yeah i agree yeah i think even like being able to do some side things away from the like the topic of watches is mm. an interesting facet because well we're just interested in other things aside from watches right mm. and when i am not that we're going to be joe rogan but joe rogan started with like mma right mm. and then because of his interview style and how he wasn't an interviewer as a host and he was mm. able to do get the story out of many many different types of people and i think i've always been someone fascinated with stories and when you make them you know there's nothing more original than a personal story and if mm. once you once you hear that um yeah it's it just entices me well what i think works on the podcast i've always said to you guys right is like motivational educational and then personal touched touched with a bit of humor right mm. but humor can be very personal you know what i find funny is not necessarily what you find funny right <clears throat> my type of humor um but it's very hard to you know people that don't get value from educational motivational stuff mm. so yeah i think that can be found from other places other than watches yeah mm. you long i wouldn't say i wouldn't say worry but uh but i sometimes worry like when it ends i guess <laughs> mm, mm. yeah as as much as i think i and i believe that you reach a point where you feel like okay it's a good point to end everything i i like also don't want it to end mm. so yeah well if, i mean if it does end it might yeah. be the sort of something else you know so mm, exactly um, yeah yeah okay next question uh what is one constructive criticism we would give to ourselves when it comes to our overall performance on the podcast mm. do you reckon it's easier um, to give it yourself or do you reckon the other two should give the ah uh, okay yeah we can do that we yeah. can do that too well why don't you start then uh n- me giving to you guys yeah Oh, okay. So I'll give one to Dan and then one to Long, right? Yeah. Mm. 
Okay. Um, okay. I think Dan. One constructive criticism. Like change his face. <laughs> uh, nice and original um, one there from Long Long. Let me think about that. Nice. But I'll say Long's first. I think Long, sometimes you, uh, I think you're the most considerate out of us three. And okay. you think a lot sometimes before you say certain things. Like you prep a lot. But um, I, I do want to see you like maybe in a more spontaneous way like without too much prep and just say what you're thinking um so i mean it's not a criticism it's just like i know you to be one way i would be curious to know what it would be like in another way you know okay um for dan i think sometimes Okay, this again, it's not a criticism, but I think, you know, definitely towards the beginning of the uh, the podcast, you were kind of um, controlling a lot of the factors that were that were going on right in, into the podcast. And, and now that we have this system um, set up and, 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 and going for us, um, we, you know, I, I don't think you need to control as much as as before and mm, for those who are listening like we are exploring we're, we're trying to bring the waiting list podcast to the chinese market as well because i mean all three of us are are chinese by by heritage and we will try to maybe do some episodes in chinese so again not a criticism but you're not really confident you always say you're not really confident in your chinese i think that you're pretty good in your chinese level so maybe just be more expressive and 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 confident about that when we do um go down that path Mm. so yeah Mm. yeah good yeah i'll take that on board Mm. i would say um yeah similar vein like with long long because she's yeah there's no other way to say it consider it right and mm. she also thinks about the consequences of her words a lot more than maybe me and you jack mm. which means that because we and you are so more spontaneous we react to a guest like slightly quicker right which means that we get in there faster um and that can kind of not overrun long long but long long might have thought the same thing actually but then it can inhibit her participation in a podcast Mm. um with you jack i would just say like sometimes the way you formulate a question Mm. just rambles and rambles i'm like what are you trying to say yeah i also don't know can you just get get your question out like yeah i'm like listening oh you know because i think out of all three of us you've got the best voice I, I, so I actually like listening to your voice, but then there's a time where I just think, okay, enough with your voice. Just get the question out, man. Yeah. I also don't, when you guys don't know what I'm trying to say, most likely I also don't know. So next time if that happens, just cut me off. You know, you know, in the last episode with Silas, right? There's a part of it goes, uh, and for the life of me, I can't remember the question. Like, because the way you formulate the question makes it difficult sometimes. Because then you'll have like three parts to one question, and it's like uh, it's hard. 
yeah uh, okay, okay. for the guest but, yeah gotcha but at the same time I do like you know I do like listening to how your thought process goes through right that's quite mm-hmm. quite interesting yeah no it's too much I can't handle it sometimes so I need yeah. I need help from you guys to just again like if you don't know what I'm trying to say I probably don't know so just move well, on well I've called you out on it I said like what are you trying to say like what's your question mm-hmm. but conversely right uh this isn't a criticism this is like you know something that I admire is your knowledge on watches is probably the strongest out of all three of us right mm-hmm. the way you can reel off facts it's like your old history teacher at school that you know just remember dates at certain events in history and just pulls it off and certain facts like reference numbers the subtleties in that reference to a different reference you are like a walking encyclopedia and the way you can just pull it out of your head is fast like I, I might even have to think about it you can just pull it out of your head and I just find that amazing you know because because you're the you spent the less time in this than Long Long and I mm. but your knowledge level on what you are essentially good at which is vintage vintage Cartier vintage Patek even the APs uh and then more modern, you say jaunes and stuff. You're, you're, you're so detailed and so accurate with how you say things. And you just take it as gospel. Yeah. Hmm. Well, thank you. I was going to say that it's probably just due to age difference. But <laughs> just kidding. That's as crap as your jokes go. Like, <laughs> yeah. So another constrictive criticism would be make better jokes because they're shit. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. So Dan just basically answered what I wanted to say about him, which is <laughs> you need to make less dad jokes. <laughs> yeah. And then with da- uh, and then with you, Jack, it's exactly what Dan said. It was just the um the questions, like mm-hmm. uh, formulating the questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's my answer. Right. Yeah. Right, this is a question I always like to ask because every time we ask it, we've done more and more episodes and more and more episodes. So which actually has been your favorite episode? Mm. And let's go Jack first. Okay, so this, I I mean, this really changes. Uh, I think for the previous two or three times that you've asked this, um, mine has always like been the one with Jonathan and then I really like the John Reardon episode as well right um but recently I mean just from memory like Silas because he's the most recent one I really enjoyed that one I mean you were so you guys were so British with that in in, in that and it, it, it was really fun um I like the Valentine's Day special that we do <laughs> I, I think we, I mean, what exactly what Lung said, we should be doing more of these, you know, three people, like team, team only episodes, because, you know, those talking about no pressure to interview guests. I mean, when these episodes come around, there's like zero, absolutely like negative <laughs> pressure, right? Like it's yeah. just basically a rant, yeah. um, which is what we do anyways. And then um, the episodes with all the CEOs have been, really good because we we haven't really interviewed industry people and 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 there was um and we did for a period of time interview quite a few so it was it was good to get that other 
you know, perspective from, from them and talk about online marketing and, and e-commerce and distribution and all that. So, yeah, I mean, not a favorite, but those are the ones that come to mind. Okay. And Long Long? Okay. So the older episodes, it's still like John Reardon, right? Mm. But the newer ones, yeah, definitely Silas. And um, I actually really enjoyed uh, Michelle Parmigiani even though it was translated mm. because you could really feel like you were speaking to like an old grandpa that really mm. lived through so much. And then you can actually feel how just his passion for watches and the way he describes mm. his own designs. And it makes you go, wow. Yeah. Like I want to buy it. Yeah. And then the part that he watch. showed the pocket watch, right? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That was cool. Mm. Um. Yeah, so I have to go in recent memory. I've got to say, like Silas, because I very rarely listen to a podcast back twice, mm. right? Mm. And I have done that with that episode, and mm. I can't remember when the last time I did that was with an episode. Mm. So when I look at uh, Silas, that episode, not just the content, but the execution of that particular episode. I thought, okay, that's that. That's really, really good. That's where we, where we need to get to, you know. Um, mm. I think he was also just what made that episode for me in person is just how open he was to share. Yeah, yeah. To sharing, right? right like yeah. I was gonna say, like he's as a fountain of knowledge, but not in the historical like reference perspective, but just yeah. from the business side and mm. um you might not hear that a lot within the current industry and he was sh- he was so open about talking with a lot of the things mm. and, um that's what made it work for me i think very few guests right i think the audience should know that very very few like i can't even remember the last time right mm-hmm. actually asked for the questions beforehand mm. and when they actually start recording there is that pressure on, I would think, from the guest point of view, once you ask a question, you should answer it, right? And then sometimes they're not necessarily in the mindset of being avoiding a question because it's really obvious when somebody is avoiding a question, right? Mm-hmm. I think, and it, it doesn't necessarily reflect well on them because for most part, I think a lot of my questions are quite fair game. Mm-hmm. I think the audience would think, you know, uh, it's fair game for me to ask that question. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't necessarily reflect badly on us that the guest doesn't answer, right? It's not us, right? It's the guest. Mm-hmm. So I think the guests also, when you catch them out cold like that, their immediate reaction is to just answer the question, right? Mm. But even if they answer the question, right, they can choose the extent that they want to answer the question, True. True. right? They could answer yeah. it indirectly as well. So mm-hmm. yeah. um, with Silas, is pretty direct. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, and then I would say uh, John Reardon's is just like, I love that one. And then probably from the older episodes, I would say Horror Loop. I, I listened back we to get that. Him, we should get him on. Yeah, we should. Oh, yeah. yeah, again, because things have changed a lot with him and uh, we should get him on and he can talk about his wrist check thing. Mm. Um, yeah. And then we can take the piss out of him again because I have got such a, I've known him for so long, right? And that came out in that episode. And there's that whole like quick fire part that I do with him. And then we're talking about his decks and how did, you know, Jasmine even like even get into this kind of guy, you know, 
We said like she's a hard nine and a half, and you're at best like a six. You know? <laughs> uh, it was just that banter that it just makes me laugh, but like uh, so much, especially on the quick fire side. Yeah. Um, and he was a very, you know, a great guest. He was very open, yeah. you know, because we went very personal with him, and he was, yeah, very open. So I really, really liked that episode as well. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Right. Next question. Uh, which guest would you like to have on in the future? Well, um, you know, when Long Long said, you know, when does this podcast end? I would say, I've said this to, if we get Thierry Stern on as a guest, like, that's it. We call it quits. That, that's it. Just, How do okay, you beat that? Philippe Stern. Philippe Stern. No, sorry, Philippe Stern, Thierry Stern. Well, any of the Stern family. Imagine if we got them as a pair. Right. Yeah, I want to separate. <laughs> <laughs> like that is kind of uh, an end game kind of thing. I just find it very hard to. Oh, where'd you go from there? You know, it's very like difficult. Said, you go downhill, <laughs> <laughs> and then we release all the episodes that we never release that we just didn't feel were strong enough. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, the ones that we kind of like been stuffing yeah. into the closet yeah. or something. Yeah. So so if anybody's listening, right, and they have a way to do that, make that happen, reach out to us. Yeah. Yeah. Like not that I want Jack- the podcast to end, yeah. but for me, that right now is unimaginable. And going back to what Jack said, uh I I still find it amazing that some of these guests that we get on are you know, they they come on, you know, like yeah just couldn't see this progression mm. so mm. never say no but if someone can facilitate that yeah please reach out mm. how about you jack mm. i mean okay to keep kind of in a similar vein i would love to interview uh Gerald genta's wife um mm. she's been doing a lot of um you know some charity work and and with the auctions this year of her late husband and she's um i've read some of her interviews as well um i mean i you know i would love to interview Gerald genta but you know it, it'd be it'd be cool to to hear her perspective as well um john goldberger is, is i mean always high on my list and who else um Oh, what's the guy that you love what's 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 his name the boston act the actor oh my god oh, I can't. Mark, mark Wahlberg. Wahlberg mark mark Wahlberg. yeah that'd be cool <laughs> oh ed sheeran. ed sheeran yeah again i won't turn my camera on for those <laughs> yeah <clears throat> yeah well mm. mark Wahlberg. okay yeah that's definitely up there um and then I want to get, I, I want something really different where I can't, where I feel like this guest, his answers will really like stump us and then we won't know how to reply. So it has to be someone like um, Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> he has a lot of Jacob and co, right? But then you ask him questions <laughs> about the watch and then he'll say something. It'll be like, okay, next question. <laughs> oh, producer like Michael. Producer Michael. <laughs> Kevin Hart, I think he'll be really smooth. Yeah, but it'd be funny though. Yeah. You'd know we'd be in fits, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
generally, yeah, any comedian and like Jack, anyone that's related in the family, that would be cool, I think. Mm. Yeah. Or any, yeah. What does that mean, related in the family? Could be a daughter, a son. Oh, wife, okay. Yeah, of a watchmaker or someone who ran a company that, yeah. Yeah. Mm. And going back to that, like Scottish Watchers did a great like podcast with, um, yeah, Gerald Jensen's wife and daughter. Mm. And I, mm. I really, really enjoyed that. So if any of you guys, mm. you should check that out on Scottish mm. Watches. Really, really good episode. Mm. Um, yeah, we, I mean, I'd love to do one with the Waiting List podcast and see yeah, how we could like come at a different angle. Mm. Um, but there's so many like personal stories that I shared in that podcast that, yeah, it was, I was listening all the way to the end. Mm. Mm. Can I just say something off topic? Because I was mm. thinking about like interviewing wives, right? So I found out recently when I was growing up, I used to watch this show called Iron Chef and they have it still on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I know the one. Yeah. So from watching Iron Chef, my favorite chef was Joe Rebouchon, right? And then he passed away, I think, a few years back. Mm-hmm. And then I was just like Googling. And then so when you Google him, so he's French, right? Mm-hmm. And he's married, has kids and everything. And then I found out recently he had a mistress in Japan, in Tokyo. Mm. And uh, so his half son is in Tokyo. Okay. And then when he passed away, both the families came together like mm-hmm. to send him off. So, yeah, I just thought that was really interesting. Mm. Yeah. Can I also say something off topic? Yeah. Uh, yeah. My best friend and I went to eat at his main restaurant in Paris. In, oh, and I, yeah. You, yeah, you go first. Okay, no, I just wanted to say same. Okay, and then. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you remember my story about going to Kyoto and flushing the food down the toilet? <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah. the exact same. Like it was great, but it was too yeah. long. And we oh like we were God. just sitting there yeah. trying to like push ourselves up with the arms, you know, like try I cannot take this anymore. It's been like four hours. And then but we felt so bad to leave yeah. that yeah. we just had to finish. And yeah. Um, but it it, it was um it was good for the first two hours. And then okay. kind of just if went we- downhill. If we ever eat together, like all of us, and we go to one of those places like Ultraviolet where you're in a room, I will mm. tell them ahead of time, do not open the door. <laughs> like, lock off the door. <laughs> don't, let this, like, don't let this girl out. <laughs> and we'll get one of those uh, camping toilets yeah, next to the side. And we'll just like, she's lock not the allowed to go to the toilet. Yeah, lock the, you're not allowed to go there. Yeah. yeah. No, well, I, I mean, we didn't flush. I mean, obviously we, we couldn't because, yeah. you know. I'll definitely was... give you some uh, toothpaste and a toothbrush as well. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Right. Okay, next yeah. question. Uh, yours, Long. Okay. Um, if we had a dream location to record live, so with or without a guest, where would you record? Mm. I'll, I'll answer this first in case the question sounds confusing because okay. I actually imagined this so we will be together and then we will each have our mics right I thought like you know on google or like on instagram when you see the pictures of like an island but then there's no trees it's just like a little island like a, a patch of sand and mm. you're oh. just surrounded by water mm. and then we just oh. Oh. Mm. 
and then we just record there oh that is so interesting because that is the first thing that came into my mind that is also the first thing that came into my mind not the not the patch of sand but a specific island yeah yeah what which one were you thinking no i was just thinking maldives you know sunlight and then like like just recording there and just chilling because i think all of us like to well we love chilling right yeah. <laughs> like and there's nobody there you know i think yeah. there's that, that that that's a common trait between all three of us and yeah yeah that would be pretty good because then you know as much as we enjoy the podcast is what you do after the podcast right yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. So, well, what we would do yeah. afterwards with the guest and you know just chill out and yeah yeah. Just drink and yeah, it'd be, it'd be lots of fun. Yeah. I, I wanted to say Tahiti because it's. Have you guys uh, been Bora Bora? Yeah. No. What's that like? Um, so I so I went to Tahiti with my family um, and, and then went to Bora Bora. Well, we went to Tahiti, the main island. And then we went to this small little deserted island called the Brando. It was. Uh, owned by Marlon Brando before. Yeah, there's a documentary on it. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. And then from the Brando, then we went to Bora Bora because it's like a bunch of islands, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, it was ama- it was it's like one of my, f- if not my favorite place I've been to. I think it's either that or Iceland. Those two are like on the top, you know. Um, but I was thinking Iceland, but it's going to be really like hard to record right because well I don't know like because you're always on the road and and um yeah we could record and then you know go to the next destination but I'm just thinking like it's uh, Iceland is not a place you chill right it's a place that you are Mm -hmm. constantly on the move to go to the next place and on the road driving road trip type thing but then I was thinking like an island retreat where we wake up we each you know um have a coconut in our arms and then just like sit there and, and, and chill. And then like the view would be there. We could do an Instagram live and then we could go swim with the sharks or like the rays. Um, mm-hmm. If we go to Maldives, we can swim with the pigs. Um, yeah, that'd be really. <laughs> I think that's totally that. achievable though. By the oh, way. I know. I know. Um, Amangiri <laughs> in the oh desert, I, in the desert. I, I always- I always think about that, but I keep thinking about what you said, that story about going for that, that climbing thing. <laughs> and I'm like, it's hilarious. Well, it's hilarious for me because my, my friend had a breakdown. <laughs> um, but I was thinking Amangiri because you know what? It'd be perfect for us because we just need to pay for the rooms. All the food and the drinks are all included. Can you imagine? Like we can just Wait, call room. It's all paid. It's all yeah, paid. How much can you eat though? Oh, it doesn't matter. Like that's why it's so good for us. No, wasn't it? The food is the cheapest thing on all the trips. It's not like the menu is like a gold flakes caviar nonstop. No, there's some fancy (laughs) stuff too. And then but you know wherever we're gonna go, yeah. Long Long is gonna make comments about the menu. (laughs) She'll be like, (laughs) she everything we eat, it's not even gonna be confined to dinner. It's gonna be lunch, (laughs) breakfast, dinner, (laughs) snacks. You know, where we go to, what is there to eat? Is you know straight away. It's to be important. honest, that should just be left over to her and say, look, your food, 
you saw the app. Japan. If, Japan. if we ever go to Japan and I was booking the restaurants, I'll, now I'll be like, okay, blah, blah, blah. Do you have seats for three people? By the way, do you have a toilet? I know it's, <laughs> you have one, but is it close by? <laughs> like, yeah. I'm going yeah, to make sure it's one of those like tempura meals where you're sitting right in front of the chef and you can't leave and he sees you eat every piece. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's not like a closed off room yeah. Or something yeah. Like that. yeah yeah but yeah man japan would be great island retreat yeah. would be great um desert would be great um yeah well yeah. i'm just yeah. happy thinking about that maybe, maybe that's the end game if we put that down as something to achieve like the podcast episode on the desert the beach and japan That'd be hard to beat, right? But that's not yeah. hard to do. Like, it's not hard to do. The, there's no COVID. We can literally yeah. all go somewhere already. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah. True. Okay. Um, right. Yeah. So, yeah, I think the next three, four questions are pretty much linked together. But so I kind of just asked them together. What are the hopes for the podcast? What do you think the next step will be and yeah where do you want us to end up in two years mm. Mm. um <clears throat> again i think uh for the next two years and and the next step i would want us to see what different things we could bring to the table be it a different interview style or more conversational uh episodes with us because we don't really do this often right um, or something else. So it would be interesting. And then um, what are my hopes for the podcast? Well, I mean, all I can think of right now is um, that I want to go travel, <laughs> traveling and then record an episode somewhere. It doesn't, see, it doesn't even have to be watch related, right? It could be tasting different foods of the local cuisine or something and then doing a mini video diary or something like that yeah okay what where would you go though if we're like the first location if we were to travel for a bit if we were going to travel first right let's be honest we'd go to switzerland Mm. right watch themed watch capital makes sense um but then as a holiday stroke work it would be japan there's not much really use though for business-wise to go to japan so it'd be a short trip which i don't mind and then um yeah another place we probably meet up first is hong kong right Mm -hmm. so hong kong switzerland japan and then from that you can then go to um yeah that would be really cool though like if it's hard to execute but every episode we're in a different location right wouldn't that be the dreams every yeah you're at a different location and you're not just talking about watches you talk about the food talk about your day that you went traveling you know kind of like a travel kind of podcast as opposed to just watches right Mm. that would be pretty cool as as a threesome yeah what about Chester? <laughs> I mean, Chester could come on, yeah. 
Right. So yeah, my turn to answer that question. Mm. Where do I see it? Well, definitely I would love to monetize on it. Like not that it, it's like so important because the, 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 the podcast gives value in different ways, but it would kind of make the time that we spent on it a little bit more justified. So to find a way that we can monetize. Um, number two, um, yeah, I agree with Jack. Varying the content, certainly. I was just talking to her earlier about, wouldn't it be amazing? I think very hard to execute, but <laughs> imagine if we take that idea of like recording in like the Maldives or, or a beach and then, you know, um, the desert. But imagine if that was every episode right so that would be amazing yeah like you spend a day like traveling eating and then it became like a bit of a travel blog with all three of us just bumming around and then we record the day what we did and stuff and that would be pretty cool <laughs> like yeah yeah it would be so awesome right well uh, it's like a it's like a mini series right we make it out of like one series and then we travel mm-hmm. to certain mm-hmm. locations and film yeah. and yeah, exactly. And you have the YouTube side to it. And then when you were recording throughout the day, let's be honest, all three of us together, we're just going to have a blast. Like it would just be so funny. Like there'd be so many, so many times where we'd be literally on the floor, like laughing our head off. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, what is better than that? Hard to beat. Yeah. And, and littered between that, you had like amazing guests that you could learn from. Right. Mm-hmm. That would be amazing maybe something to touch on the local culture you were there or or just having a guest fly out guest and you just interview them there right that would just mm-hmm. be so mm-hmm. good yeah how about you long hmm. hopes for the podcast mm. um maybe maybe just just having more uh I think having more young listeners and then mm. being able to kind of shape a younger generation, how they think mm. and um, their choices. And then maybe not making like any mistakes that we, like so-called mistakes anyways, that we made. And mm. then um, one day being able to talk to them when we still have the podcast many years later and then be like hey I started listening when I was young and then I was like this and then now I'm like this mm. and then see the mm. journey yeah mm. mm-hmm. oh, very thoughtful that's there. good yeah yeah right this is the last question of this podcast ending on the mm-hmm. positive note what's the best thing you've taken away from the podcast 100 episodes in what's the best thing you've taken away Okay, I think I'll be a little selfish in my answer and it's not entirely related to the podcast, but the best thing that has happened to me with this podcast is like whenever I'm feeling down, I can, um, because I mean, to those who, I mean, know me well enough, I'm, when I'm feeling down, I don't really like sharing as much. I kind of just, want to close off and 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 process it myself but then i think with this podcast um it's given me a channel to express more of myself and 
like feel okay to make it uh, yeah like made me feel it's okay to share with with more people and um I mean also has to do with we are sharing ourselves with other people through the podcast right so uh, I think maybe it's made me more comfortable with sharing mm-hmm. yeah okay Dan mm-hmm. oh me um yeah it's this is like I can't remember the first time this might be the first time that I've done anything with friends um yeah a project which is just based on a friendship yeah maybe that I'm proud of right (laughs) uh I'm I'm always about like relationships with people and you know my friendships and it's hard to really look beyond that from the podcast Mm -hmm. the isn't just how our relationships have remained stagnant you know although it might seem like that from episode to episode uh privately you know the relationships have developed and uh yeah you guys are like really core to my life um and you bring you know a lot of positivity and you know you're very supportive over everything that I do you know privately or through other projects that I I uh, yeah try and do so mm-hmm. that that's really hard to really quantify the value of you know to have that kind of support network mm. right long long you okay. have the last don't cry word again. Yeah. Yeah, don't cry. Take away those tears. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So same. So what Dan is, I agree with what Dan said. So one is like, I have my yes and no box kind of thing, right? So obviously you guys are in my yes box, which makes it really easy for me to not filter anything. And then I always feel in my life, like people in my yes box, like you can murder someone, but I will have your back, even if you murder someone. But you just gotta like it just so much effort for me to put someone into my yes box no. but once you're there I would just be like yes I can be myself like, no long is the type person too. right like if you murder someone and you're, she would be all complex. you're, you're in her yeah. yes. no no, no. Yeah. she and she didn't know about it and then you yeah. tell her and you're like long like look something happened <laughs> um yeah. I murdered someone and she's like what dude what happened and then you explain it's like oh i support like definitely <laughs> like good I, job. I would do that too. yeah he had it coming he had it coming yeah <laughs> did you dispose of the weapon properly because we can do this yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah that's one thing the friendship right but i tell you the biggest i think the most eye-opening thing for me during covid getting older and having older female friends around me is I realize it keeps happening. Like people come to me and they say like, Hey, like, I wish I had a hobby like you, blah, blah, blah. So then I, it makes me realize that I'm just really, really lucky that I did something that I thought was really, really scary, but I pursued it anyways, that I wanted to have a talk show like Oprah <laughs> and then I, I was like okay I know I know I'm not Oprah but it's like at least I get to live a dream that I wanted to like have and then it actually worked and then to just be like hey it worked and then um now I realized it doesn't happen for everyone like people don't just have dreams and mm. then it just happens for them like it takes mm. a lot of faith to be like it might work so let's just try it so um 
that's the best thing it's just taught me to be like okay every time something's really scary just do it like there will be a good outcome if you put an x amount of work there's always like a good outcome Mm. I think you touched up on a really good point because like you know we always make fun of ourselves right like guys it's just watches at the end of the day like Mm -hmm. these materialistic things nobody really needs them right and and um but 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 like we all really like we all I mean it's very (laughs) it's a no-brainer to say that we do have a level of you know passion for it but what I've realized exactly what you said long um when you go out and you tell people that you have a podcast about watches and it you see the gears turn they're like oh so for you to have something about watches like you must really like it you know and then I see friends around me and and I ask them so I ask them that question because sometimes I feel uncomfortable like so first of all nobody not many of my friends know about it right but then I do share it with the people who are closest to me and I hear this all the time and because you know, they, they can't even think of a subject that they would do a podcast for because there's no, there's no such thing that they're, that they're, you know, passionate enough about something mm-hmm. like, um, like one friend is really passionate about makeup, but then she doesn't want to do anything related to that. Another person is really passionate about F&B, but not to the extent. So I think, um, I mean, without this podcast, it wouldn't have made me realize just, you know, again, how lucky we are to, to have something like this. So, yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. How you can extend your hobby into something like this gives a total fresh, like, uh, perspective on the hobby where mm-hmm. not everybody has that. Because if mm-hmm. you, let's, for example, just look at watches every day and you talk to the other Cajun person on Instagram and, you know, you're thinking about your next purchase you know, I, you just keep doing that every so often. Mm-hmm. The progression of that is maybe limited. And mm-hmm. to be able to like put your energies into something else like this, I think it just works for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, that's the, the main, yeah, 100th episode interview. We go, we do have some quick fire questions that we wanted okay. to go through. Right. So let's go long. Okay. So Dan, very applicable for you since you're in quarantine. Yeah. And at this point, Jack, me, and you have all done quarantine at least once, right? Mm-hmm. So if you could only bring two things with you into quarantine, what would you bring? Only two. Okay, that's fine. Um, it's definitely, you know this, it's going to be my speaker. <laughs> like okay. anything that can play music in a good quality way, like going through the computer, going through your phone, it's just not going to do it for me. In fact, it's going to piss me off. So I need a speaker. That is like number one. Uh Number two, I haven't brought it to me this time, but I keep thinking about it, right? Mm -hmm. It's like a really good bathrobe. Like I just want extra. (laughs) Yeah, I know. It's so extra. That's why why I haven't got one, right? But Uh I think quality of life in quarantine that is something like I would really, really want. It's just that it, it just takes up a lot of space. Yeah. If you, you think, think oh, that's I extra, get away with. I was yeah. going to say a yeah. really good pair of slippers. No, no, no. That was my third thing. If you give uh, me a third thing. Yeah. Like to see, that is something that I did bring, 
you see so if you're being selective like i'm massive massive like this is not paid for but i love okay. the adidas slides oh i thought you were right? gonna say crocs no 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 adidas slides right there's a particular slide that has a particular like really not rubbery material right that is so comfortable it's like the best slide ever it's yeah. honestly i take these everywhere and oh they are so good so mm. yeah maybe i take the slides above the the uh the, the yeah the bathrobe but mm. yeah i've got For long, long it's, it's going to be difference. clothing hangers so she could wash her underwear and hang them <laughs> on the cl- hangers instead of on okay. cha- chairs no, and first of, knobs. first of all you don't have clothes <laughs> since you guys didn't choose clothes you only have the outfit you're wearing no i'll just have my pajamas yeah 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 so i don't mind that yeah but um i would definitely bring like one kind of sauce let's say a, a jar of cheese <laughs> Because that's one kind elevated. of sauce. Like out of all the things yeah. that you can bring, you think yeah. a sauce. Because you're trying to get through 21 days. Oh, how can you really elevate your life? Is maybe make the food yummier. <laughs> so a jar of chili or like whatever is your thing. Like um, I don't know, like barbecue Mustard. sauce, whatever. <laughs> yeah, whatever <laughs> will make your food taste. Laogama. Mm. yeah that's what i mean you can't bring in a rice cooker that's not part of the question so it's like you still get quarantine food and the second thing is um um kindle maybe mm. yeah okay. hang on go back no, to your sorry, source laptop. thing yeah be specific no, oh but yeah. i'm assuming laptop because no, like no, you cannot uh, okay. oh oh laptop no and oh phone. laptop yeah laptop and no, phone no, then pho- okay phone is um phone is given then oh laptop yeah. and uh, a really good pair of slippers no laptop and pajamas so laptop and pajamas okay okay and i want to be specific on your source pick one source uh oh okay you know the chinese chili sauce that has the black bean in it <laughs> you're in this black bean sauce no. i remember going for dim sum and like long was looking yeah. for this sauce <laughs> she's like what sauce do you have and she's like we have this and this and he's like nope <laughs> wait can i go back yeah. on my answer i yeah. want yeah. laptop and like can i request like a mattress or um <laughs> mattress <laughs> but there's already a mattress in the room okay okay then i request for a laptop and uh, a brand new set of sheets and and like bedding okay then i go back again i want laptop a uh, fuck the chili sauce laptop <laughs> and a, a whole set of uh, shisha like shisha pipe with the with the coal and then <laughs> the thing to cook my coal yeah, I don't even want pajamas because, see, I can make do without pajamas. As long yeah. as I get a high quality of clean, brand new sheets, I'll just spend, like, all my time in the bed. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Right. Next question. Hawk slippers. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, next question. Uh, why do I get such a lame question? This was Long Long's one originally. Oh, yeah. but... what's your favorite part of the day? <laughs> yeah. Okay, long you go. <laughs> um, breakfast time. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even joking. Before okay. I sleep, you get I so excited about, about it, don't you? You yeah, you really get excited fight, about it. 
yeah. yeah when I eat my first bite I'm like oh my god like I love my life <laughs> I don't even wake up early for breakfast <laughs> so so what happens when you can't get your breakfast no what do you mean I will prep the breakfast I already know no the is there any days where I... you're too busy and you can't have breakfast yeah then I pack it and put it in the bag <laughs> so no you always way. always will have a breakfast I need to have breakfast or I will faint <laughs> wait so are you the type of person say if we go out for travels yeah she is and I don't okay no but I won't force anyone I will set my alarm and I I won't even let my alarm ring a long time because I don't want to wake up the other people and I'll just wake up and go down and eat breakfast (laughs) okay (laughs) and then go up and go back to sleep so you guys think that I This is your go back to sleep. <laughs> You're a mummy. <laughs> okay. Good. And Lana's the type of person, right, that come like five o'clock where she starts getting hungry, she actually says yeah. to you, I need to eat. Yeah. Mm. And you, you have to go and find somewhere to eat. Yeah. Mm. She's not, she's not dramatic about it. She'll look yeah. and she's like figure out most of the time in Hong Kong, she already knows mm. where the nearest place is that she would want to eat. So mm. she's like, I need to go there and get something to eat. Otherwise, mm, yeah. she yeah she she goes downhill pretty sick. quick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. My favorite part of the day. Mm, it's tough. I love the mornings, but I also love that little time just before sleep because I love dropping, sleep. What about dropping the kids off at the pool? Mm. <laughs> no, like it's sleep. I love that little moment of sleep. Yeah, just before you sleep. Yeah. Um, yeah. I always go through that routine of like dimming the lights down, just letting my mind wander. I, I love that, right? But Jack's then I love like, what sleep. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm still thinking about dropping kids off the pool. <laughs> How can you not like it? You have you guys ever not heard of something called pooforia? <laughs> no, it's real. <laughs> okay, no. it's real. So do you get do you get pooforia? Oh, totally. <laughs> dude have you guys never had it it's like an adrenaline rush it feels you feel so proud like you've accomplished something (laughs) have you wow okay i feel bad for you guys like i was raised no 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 no, no, don't worry i get it i get it i get it i get it no you don't you clearly don't no i do get it it's just not something i want to bring attention to no it's okay i mean it's very real it's not like people who are listening this aren't you know, don't have needs. Um, but I was raised as a kid that every morning, the first thing you do <laughs> is, why are you laughing? I'm telling you about my upbringing. The very first thing you do yeah. to maintain a healthy lifestyle is to have a, a bowel movement. And then you're supposed to have it every morning. And then when you uh, achieve that, you actually feel very proud. <laughs> like you've accomplished okay. something like it's it's um it's mundane talk in our household whenever i go back yeah. to my family um my dad would always ask me have you gone yet and then i was like oh no I haven't have you he's like yep <laughs> just did it and uh, so great <laughs> okay i have a very are you serious, serious? i'm not i'm i finger to god i swear to god i am not joking so when you wake up and you're dead tired right 
Yeah. And you haven't eaten anything at all. You have to keep sitting on the toilet until you can poop. No, that's the thing, though. You don't have to sit there and wait. Like, if you train yourself well enough and long enough, you wake up and your your, your bio clock just tells you that it's time. And then you go, you do your business, and then you're, you're done for the day. Like, th- doesn't that make you feel so much lighter and more refreshed? Well, and then you can take in more food. Um, and then, like, as compared to you go, you wake up, you eat, and then it's like, okay, that's digesting, but then you still haven't offloaded the previous day's work. Well, yeah, like, okay, can I say one more thing though? Like, okay. it's <laughs> actually <fucking> scientific. <laughs> no, because I really believe in this. Like, Google it. There are peer review articles written on the biological effect of having. Um, a really like um, what 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 what? What's it well, I will say like well, I will successful say <laughs> poop poop. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll it's very healthy that. for your brain. Yeah, Jack, I share the same schedule as you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's my yeah. My dad kind of. Trained. I'm like clockwork. Yeah. Like no, it's it's good, yeah, and then you don't have to worry about if you go out and then you have. Yeah, to yeah, that's definitely true. Right, because yeah. I can definitely, definitely do. I can definitely do like number one out. Wait, number one, number. I I can't do number two outside. Like no matter where I am, it has to be my home or like a a place that I I feel secure. Do you know so, what? I want to go back to that question of what's the best thing you've taken away from this podcast. <laughs> I'm only joking. <laughs> this is something I never knew about you, by the way. Yeah, I mean, there are loads of things. <laughs> um, my favorite part of the day is okay, so with all that talk aside, it's not that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. my favorite part of the day is, and I actually haven't had this for I mean, since COVID started, but you know, it's still about the same. Um, when you first get home and then you just you just jump on your bed and then you just lie there for uh, 20 seconds. And then I feel so happy. <laughs> that will never happen to me. Why? <laughs> like, <laughs> no, because I'll be like, okay, I have to wash my hands and then oh. I have to do, yeah. Yeah. Well, for me, it's like backpack off, bag off, and then you just yeah. jump and then you're like, oh, what's next? And then you get up. Can and I then- ask? Yeah, it sounds a stupid question, but when you put your yeah. backpack, yeah, are you specific where you put your backpack down? Mm, by the door. Yeah, because I used to get in trouble for that, like at home all the time, because yeah. I used to come in the door, right? And I don't know why. And I can see how it's annoying now. I used to just put my backpack in the middle of the, the room, yeah, and just walk off. Because I, I just, you know, after I pass the hallway mm. and then I just go into the main living area, I would just come off and then I would just end up leaving it there. Right? Mm. Well, I usually just put it beside the door or in my own room, right? Mm. Yeah. Now, now I just put it in my office and I just, yeah. 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 Uh, next question. Okay. Uh, this is Lung's question. What is an amazing food combo that no one knows about except you <laughs> jack why have you died why are you yeah. <laughs> well i died because a this question is so long long yeah, <laughs> and, it is, yeah um b you guys are probably gonna diss on my answer 
Okay. Yeah, of course. This is the whole point. I already know when I wrote the question, Jack's going to do something weird. Like it's going to be like pickles and pickles and uh, I don't know, like um, pickles and chocolate sauce. That's a thing, by the way. Mm. Okay. Okay. I have two. Can I say, yeah. Can I say two? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. One is, um, I think is more acceptable by you, you two, which is um, French fries with McFlurry. Oh yeah, I love that. Have you? I always no, I've I've never had that. It's so good. Like it's it's something that you wouldn't be able to uh, comprehend until you try it. It actually makes so much sense in your mouth. It makes so much sense. It's so yeah. It's It's so good. It's so good. I think I read about it in a pregnancy blog, and then um, (laughs) you pregnant? Are you pregnant? (laughs) No. Like I, I either it was a pregnancy blog or a video of like weird uh, cravings right like pregnant women. <clears throat> so good. Um, the okay. second one is I think you'll this on me, but I'll still say it because I firmly stand behind it. Have you ever tried peanut butter with mayonnaise? No. Only sweet mayonnaise. Uh, not the Japanese no. kind. Okay. The American okay. kind. <laughs> No. another combo don't I knock it until me. you try it okay. that it's is like weird i know it is kind of gross but it is yeah. it's such comfort food okay is the peanut butter okay. sweet i just need to know it's the it's the no it's the savory type okay. you know with the crunch okay. and then okay. you add a little bit of mayonnaise and you put it on um, bread or toast or pancakes it's actually really good and my roommate, <laughs> my, my, my freshman roommate taught me this. And um, I haven't, like, yeah, it's like a main okay. staple. Yeah. Yeah, sounds good. Oh, wow. You guys are more, well, you guys are yeah. okay with that. Because I've got a lot of frowns with that. Really? Yeah. But I, people, think it's, people think it's gross. Because I do peanut butter and cheese. And Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, similar. So it's, similar. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. okay. This is a good one. So please try mine. Okay. So yeah. you cook your egg. Okay. Whatever way you want to cook it, scrambled egg or whatever egg. And then you take like any kind of dark and sweet soy sauce. If you want the name of the soy sauce, I can give you a, a bunch. And then you take the Japanese flakes that you sprinkle on the rice. Yeah. And you sprinkle it on your eggs. That's going to be yummy. That's yeah. going to be it's yummy. So yeah. Good. I, yeah. Can, I can tell that's going to be yummy. Yeah. 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 So no, I, when, I, when I saw this question, right, the first thing that came into my mind, because I was thinking, oh, you know, but I don't think it's that strange. Yeah. But it's, it's, uh, it's toast, mm. right, with cheddar cheese, mature cheddar cheese, yeah. with Liam Perrins. Yeah, that's yummy. Isn't that a classic? Yeah, yeah mm, I don't know. But I, I, I don't really see a lot of people doing that. Because I've it does take a bit it. of t- take a bit of effort because you have to put it in the oven and you you know because you, you got the cheese on it you cut the cheese on it you need it to melt and then you put the drops of Liam Perrin's like on it and then it's a lot of effort for what it is mm. but it's a pretty good combo mm. yeah uh, right what is okay next question what is well the- that kind of answers my next question which is what is the best toast combination. Because that was a question we asked recently in one of the podcasts. But I wanted to know what you guys like on toast. I have one. Go on. What? What is that? I love salted egg on toast. 
What salted egg on toast? Like the sauce or the actual salted egg? No, the actual salted egg yolk. <laughs> oh yeah, the yolk. Yeah. Okay. You guys Anything never had really salted dry? egg no. toast? No. No. Don't no. ask it like don't, like. don't ask yeah, it like we're like, aliens here. Like no, yeah. you guys on, you're eat the alien it with here. milk. No, uh, I mean sure, but I love it. It's so good. It's what do you guys good. eat in Dongbei, man? Do you have like no food? <laughs> No, 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 no! It's not you a Dongbei like, thing. You have to like. No, it's not a Dongbei thing. It's um, um. Well, uh, yeah, maybe it is. Like when, growing up, you always have your kanji. You have your like, um, bread or bread substitute, like manto or something, and then you have dishes, right? And then we would always have either century egg or salted egg, and then. Um, I would always eat them like with toast and it, or the bread substitute, and it's so good. A- another thing I, I don't understand. Well, again, it might be cultural, but people who diss on century eggs, I cannot understand. Like, I love century eggs with a passion. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I like. Yeah, um, I like yeah. yeah. Century eggs with the tofu, like the Chinese style, like the yeah, style. yeah, yeah. So good. So good. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Next one. No, Long nice. didn't answer hers. It's too stressful. Oh. I have such many, like, so many good comments. No, the first, thing, the first thing that oh, comes okay, to mind. Okay, fine. I'll tell you what I eat every morning, okay? Um, bread, avocado, and then you take sun-dried tomatoes and you chop it up and you mix it in. And then salt, pepper, and then drizzle olive oil. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's your motivation to get out of bed every morning. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Come back. Come back. Uh, next question. One positive habit to practice daily or weekly that you would encourage others to do. Jack already answered that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I, did I write this question? Yeah. I think I wrote it, but uh, I, I'm going to say journaling. Right. So that's something, you know, new last year was like, well, year before, I guess, was about reading. Still keep that up. But journaling was something that I didn't try. Um, It's definitely one of those things that if you don't do it, you won't actually really know what it's about. um, And you actually have to do it. But you wouldn't say you have to do it daily, but you'd need to make time allocated for it. Um, And I think the benefits of that are quite significant yeah they're positive benefits mm. now i would say anybody that hasn't done it and is thinking about doing it go into the mindset with low expectation and don't worry about like what you need to like write in the journal so a lot of people mm. will say oh you need to write this you need to write that and stuff just go with an empty mind and see what comes out um i mean for people's information like Personally, I just write off with my, my goals every like that I plan to do this year. So it kind of like reinforces that. It's like a, I always see it like a contract between me and myself by writing it down. And then I always have um, an emotional space where it's about my feelings, my mood. Um, yeah. Of like maybe which is secondary to like what I've been doing that day as a result of the, what I've been doing that day. I find it works helps me put mm-hmm. things in perspective um very well and then the last thing which i 
do, which I know Long Long does as well, which is like being grateful. Mm. So what are you grateful of? Again, helps you to put things into perspective, like really, mm. really well. Mm. And then remember, you know, things aren't that bad and everything. So mm. those are the three things that I generally write about. Yeah, but it doesn't have to be like that. Mm. Mm. Okay. Mm. What did I? Oh, I wanted to say, I sit under the sun. <laughs> I know it sounds weird, <laughs> but I will move the chair to somewhere really sunny, or I'll find a place that's super sunny and sit under the sun. And it's not to like get a tan, but it's like you just sit there, and then you just feel really good, warm, and then、mm. you yeah, warm, and then you just feel like、mm, life is amazing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Imagine, okay, yeah, we're on an island. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, right.、Okay. Uh, where would you go in the world for holidays after COVID? So it's hard, right? But I, I, I actually want to do something with you guys. Like、mm-hmm. as a first thing, I'd want to do something with you guys, right? Because it's kind of like not the same if you just go by yourself, right?、Mm-hmm. So, and then when you think, okay, where could we go? I think it makes sense to go to Switzerland,、mm-hmm. right? Then geographically, I guess we would meet up in Hong Kong. Although that wouldn't be really a holiday for you, Long. I guess it's not really a holiday for me.、Mm-hmm. Um, Japan,、mm-hmm. yeah, and、I、then maybe Singapore or Japan. Execute、mm-hmm. that beach recording. That would be quite cool. Yeah,、mm-hmm. that's、we、it. Really, go, we could go to Singapore. We can go to Japan,、mm-hmm. and then for beach,、mm-hmm. we could go to Bali. Yeah, I want to go to like a waterfall and just like sit there,、mm, meditate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> okay. Okay. Next. Right.、Uh, let me think. One、I、thing you should. This, yeah. One thing you、Sorry. should prioritize in your day. Jack answered again. I did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna. I wrote this, so I'm gonna say sleep. Yeah. Which is like,、mm. oh, I love sleep, and the effects of not having enough sleep or enough hours、mm. is so significant on me. Right,、mm. I really feel it on my performance, like whether it's like physical performance, mental performance,、uh, lack of sleep, or just not getting the hours I need, which is like generally a full eight, by the way.、Mm. It, yeah, I have to. It makes it so that I have to prioritize it, you know, and I think. You know, if sometimes before, if you guys, people listening, you have noticed, you know, ah,、oh, I wasn't that feeling that great today. You know, I wasn't. You know, you should really look at the sleep as being the reason. See, see, I mean,、mm. see if it is the reason because it it,、mm. it could possibly be that. And if you're looking for consistency,、uh, which I think is the name of the game in life, you know,、um, if you can have consistent sleep, it can really give you a strong foundation in many things you do. So、mm-hmm. that's what I prioritize. Okay.、Mm. I think long long is going to be food or something. No, no. I okay. I okay. I okay. This sounds really cheesy, but I really okay. Not in a day, but just generally,、uh, just being around happy people. I think,、mm-hmm. and then just、okay. laughing, laughing a lot, and being around happy people. Yeah. Think, over time, it builds up, and then you're just like, whoa. Yeah. Your energy level is just always high. And、yeah. your endorphins as well, right? Yeah,、mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah. Next. Long <laughs> food again. 
I did not write this question, <laughs> by the way. So who, the last memorable thing you have eaten? I didn't write this. I just neither. <laughs> so Dan wrote it, and then Dan gave it to you. <laughs> Dan was probably like daydreaming about what he wants to eat when he gets out. Yeah, I haven't eaten anything that I've been like whoa in a long time. Me neither. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Very hot. Yeah. Sad. <laughs> uh, name one memorable moment we have shared with each other. And this is the last question, right? So name one memorable moment we have shared with each other. You guys answer it since you guys like saw each other. Wait, can I just say something really random? That, yeah. But this is one of the memories I have. But it was with you, and then there was a, a spider. <laughs> there was a spider in your toilet, <laughs> and then you were taking pictures of it, and you were panicking, and then. <laughs> I was like, kill it. And then I was like, you need to go to a hotel right now. <laughs> Basically, my solutions for you is always get out Just of the house. Go to a hotel. <laughs> and then I think I came back like five minutes later and said, guys, I killed it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, It was, yeah. Oh, I remember it now. It wasn't on my toilet. It was on the wall beside my toilet and it was mm-hmm. night. So I, yeah. I wasn't even turning on the light. Right. But then I did turn on the light when I went to use it. And then I already sat down when I saw it. Can you imagine? So it was right beside my leg. It wasn't okay. like I was walking towards the toilet and I saw it. It was, I already <laughs> sat down and then I saw it. Yeah, so, but I think. You know, you're lucky it was in the, I think it was in the evening, right? Because, mm-hmm. you know, that would have influenced your pooporia and it didn't. Yeah. And then I was, I was contemplating on how to kill it. And then I just went with the old fashioned slipper hit. And- also, <laughs> it was in the toilet. So you can close the door. <laughs> Everything yeah, but- that the long long does is, is like, <laughs> It's like to yeah. run away. But if you close the door, it's it's not gonna leave. Like yeah, it's always exactly. gonna be there. Yeah. Guys, yeah. I have a plan. You spray the toilet with that that bug spray. Close the door and then take masking tape and tape the hole at the bottom of the door. Come I on. used to do that with mosquitoes. I would spray my entire yeah. room or bathroom yeah, in the, the summer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mm. I remember you. Was it a yeah. cockroach? But then it was the shadow. <laughs> yeah, I remember that when she saw about just, spider, right? She called me. Oh, I remember that was like 12 Dude, first midnight. All, and you called me. So, are yeah. you asleep? I'm like, no. And then it was like, and then she just let rip. She was like, oh my God, there's a spider. <laughs> then, then there's a cockroach. It's like, how long did you, how big did you say it was? Come on, say, put it on like record. 12 centimeters. <laughs> Yeah, you said yeah. 12 centimeter cockroach. And I was like, it's... are you including the antennas in that? And she was like, no. And I'm like, you need to go call Guinness Book of Records or something. <laughs> First of all, it's just disappointing that you guys don't believe me that it's so big. It's really big. <laughs> I know it's big, okay? <laughs> Anyways, then, I know. It's yeah, big. And then you found its corpse, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then it was also big. <laughs> yeah okay i i would say in recent memory because there's been so many memorable moments right but um i guess you know 
as beginning of the podcast, I said that I've just come back from Hong Kong, right? And that's basically been two years. And I seeing Long Long again the first time was mm-hmm. like, uh, that was weird. Yeah, it was weird, right? Yeah. It was kind of yeah. memorable, but it was so so weird. Yeah. Just a just a sounds weird, but physically touch. Yeah. That person that you've been seeing in the screen after two years, um, but then not weird enough where you didn't know what to say you know we were just like back in it was like something that was done and then it was just Hmm. yeah it was just weird it was weird but it was special yeah I love it when friends meet after a long time and they don't Mm. feel awkward with each other yeah but I always imagined in my head for some reason if I envision like the day that we meet Jack I Mm. always imagine for some reason that I'm I'm riding her back like she's carrying me and i'm just like <laughs> i don't know why Wait, yeah you told me about this before <laughs> why do you always think of that and i because you're so tall so i always think i'm just like hanging onto your back and then i'm like where are we going <laughs> yeah and then and then with dan dan's like uh wait what, what do you always say you're a giant uh i'm a giant yeah <laughs> you are like yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay right well that ends the landmark 100th episode with the waiting list podcast for all of you that have supported us you know right from episode one or you know just even listen to one episode thank you so much you know as much as we enjoy each other's company here on the podcast you know, with truth is we wouldn't have to record it. And to know that you guys listen to it and enjoy it, it does mean a lot to us, you know. So thank you so much for all the messages and support. And we hope to see you on the 200th, 200th episode as well. Mm. So we'll see you on the next one. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Bye. As always, thank you for listening to The Waiting List Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it as much as we have. And if you have any questions, comments, or feedback, feel free to reach out to us at The Waiting List Podcast on Instagram or via our private accounts. We'll see you on the next one. Bye. Bye. Bye.